Welcome in, everybody. It is the Twin Sons podcast here. This is your lead co-host, Tyler, and... Jacob Butler. I love how your title changes every single week. Yes, every single time. That's going to be our open for now. Until I demote you or promote me, one of the two will happen. Maybe I'll be the lead commander of podcast. But, Jacob... How's your week been? You got any uh, any Star Wars news? Anything you've been seeing? Well, well, my week has been very well. I'm still going through my recovery of hand surgery, and you know, you know that that time where you just start to feel the stitches and it's just itching, and you cannot wait to get the cast off. That's where I'm at right now. I'm ready to give this good hand a wash. <laughs> yeah. It, it probably doesn't smell any better than Anakin's burned body, so. You know, well, I feel like Anakin probably just smelled like a good, you know, a nice cooked hot dog, if anything. Just some sort yeah, of, like. Well, well, we did we did put that up on Twitter, and we had some votes. Uh, well, not some votes, some suggestions. And some of them got a little bit weird. Uh, but I put, I put yours, uh, what did you say, a, a nice barbecue rib? Or something I think is what I put as your quote I said a nice pulled pork a nice pulled pork well I got it wrong so any of the listeners that follow us on Twitter he meant pulled pork not a uh, rack of ribs but all right well Jacob uh, we can get started with this episode unless you have anything for the beginning well well I was gonna say, say there's some new Star Wars news it was out there the return of Obi-Wan Kenobi, but in documentary what? form. Yeah, I saw that. I I don't know how I feel about it. I The Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series was okay. I don't really need a backstory behind all the stuff. I think it'd be cool to see uh, Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor like back back in their old stomping grounds and them working together. But other than that, not really interested. That's the only that's the only reason though that anyone's gonna watch this. No one watched this. It respect to the actress who played Riva and some of you bastards that just was were making racial slurs at her. She wasn't that bad. I don't think anyone's bad enough to make a racial slur at. But no one's going to watch this for her. Let's just face it. I didn't have a b- huge issue with, with the character past like the first three episodes. But everyone's coming for Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. There's just no other reason why they're re- releasing this. Yeah, I agree. I I don't like the racial slurs thing. She was not a good actress at all. But like you said, there's there's never really any reason to to say that to a person. But speaking of like the newer Star Wars shows and stuff like that, like uh, Boba Fett and the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Jacob, how do you think Star Wars is doing with adapting some of the characters that we saw from the Clone Wars? Kind of like, uh, you know, the Inquisitors, mainly the, the oh man, Grand Inquisitor, that's his name. What, what do you think about his look in the live action? Man, he lost weight. Uh, he lost weight in Rebels. Yeah, so, yeah. 
he must not be stressed or he must be stressed out because he couldn't uh, find any Jedi's until Reva did. That stab wound stressed him out badly. Is all, I, is all I can say. And okay, well, what about Cad Bane? Because I, I had some opinions on Cad Bane when I saw him. Honestly, they could have done worse. They could have done worse. Is my feeling about it? Although he looked like he was a bit sick that day. He he looked a bit pale. He looked like he just ate some bad beef. Is my opinion. Yeah, I, I just couldn't get over his hands. Whenever they would zoom into his hands, they were it it was like they gave him a glove and they stuffed like balls at the end of the glove. It looked so weird. I was like, I I don't remember Cad's Bane's fingers being that huge, but hey. You know, it, it it it's good enough for live action, I guess. I'll I'll stick with Rebels though. Like you think they could have done and, better, oh, but Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying and Clone Wars for Cad Bane. I you, you think they could have done better, but it makes me want to go I, and this will never happen because I'm not an actor, but I want to go sit in this chair and just feel what it's like, how hard it is to get the prosthetics on. And like you said, his ball fingers, what, I just want to know what that feels like and how, how, how difficult it is to act with all that. Could he see out of those red eyes, by the way, do you think? Do you think he could see out of those, or is he just acting blind? No, I imagine it was, it was some sort of like uh, just glasses, and then they put a tint on the outside, and so you could see through the inside, basically a one-way tint. I've seen I've seen some cosplayers do it with like uh, Mandalorian helmet and Iron Man helmet where they'll just put tint on the outside, but you can see straight through on the inside. It's just like wearing glasses, like sunglasses. Are you a cosplayer? Do you cosplay? I, I do not. I don't think I've ever cosplayed unless you count when I was a child and I went to church and I dressed up as like Moses or Joseph or David. When I was a little, little bitty kid. Since then, I don't think I've worn any cosplay. Oh, wait. I, I don't know if choir counts. I, I dressed up in like a, basically like a Fonzie outfit. The Fonz. Okay. Which I don't understand that. For all the v- listeners out there, what you know, Tyler, if he, he, it's like he cosplays all the time without trying. He is a great Will Ferrell stunt double. That's what he would make. Well, I think, uh, I mean, we're getting off of Star Wars, but I think it's, what, the drummer for the Red Hot Chili Peppers? That's Will Ferrell's twin? Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. They look they look exactly similar. If you look them up on YouTube, there's this one video of both of them drumming. It's, it's almost uncanny. Yes, it is, but... Jacob, I think we promised the listeners some stuff for this episode. I mean, it, it was a good, nice little talk there. We got a little bit off Star Wars into Will Ferrell area, which we both love, Will Ferrell. But, Jacob, I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to give me your answer. Well, I have two I have two questions before we get to your part. So question number one, Jacob. You have to tell me if this is a Star Wars drug or medicine or if it's just something I made up. All right. Bantha bile. 
yeah, that's a medicine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that's a medicine. You don't think I made that up? Honestly, uh, on 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 the first one you're giving to me, I don't think you're making that up. No. Okay. Uh, where exactly would you manufacture bantha bile at? What planet do you think? I would say Tatooine. Is that because that's where banthas you know are from? That's exactly the reason. I'm, Jacob. I'm also just shoot, shooting in the dark here, but I'm I'm giving out confident answers. Jacob, it, I'm I'm testing your Star Wars knowledge. You got it right. It is a Star Wars drug, technically, not a medicine, but it's not from Tat Tatooine. This this is gonna be. You have to really think about it, Jacob. I'll, I'll give you a clue. Han Solo shipped it uh, during the Civil War, I think. And it's related to someone that Han Solo has shot before. In a roundabout way. Think about someone Han Solo has shot. I mean, when you say sh shot... The first guy you think of is Greedo. Yep. And what, what is Greedo? What species do you remember, Jacob? Dig into your Star Wars knowledge. My mind is going in, in blank right now. I know exactly what it is. But uh, t tell me the planet. Tell me the planet. I'm going to be really disappointed in myself. Well, Greedo is a Rodian. Thank you. And the planet is Rodia. And so they actually make Bantha Bile in Rhodia. Han Solo used to put a Rhodian's head with crossbones on it on the Bantha Bile to tell him what he was actually smuggling. Okay. I, I apologize. I, I, my mind just went blank. I'm not good at these games. But Now, now I just want to know: Do they ship the banthas there, or do they just kill them on Tatooine? And then, how does it happen, Tyler? You, you know, there wasn't much information on the wiki page that I was looking at. It was basically the person that created the bantha bile, the writers, because it's it's in comic books, not TV shows. And it basically just said that banthas are on Rhodia, and on Solo used to smuggle it. And I was like, okay, well. That's all the information I get, but I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to go with like spice or death sticks because that's too easy for you, Jacob. So maybe next time we play this little game, maybe it'll be something fake. Maybe it'll be something real. I don't know. I think me telling you before the podcast that I was searching something on the internet might have tipped you off. I, I mean, that was a, that was a decent clue, but I mean, not, but not terribly. You can look something, you can look something up and and then just make something up that sounds like it, that could easily just happen. It could. But it could be the second question I'm going to ask you, which is unrelated to the first. But first, a break from our sponsors. This is the sponsor ad. Now, you may hear Jacob say something about there's not a sponsor ad. Well, who do you trust? Him or the lead co-host, Tyler? That's up for you to decide. But we really aren't sponsored by anything. Maybe we put this in here because something was going wrong with the recording. 
maybe we put this in here because Jacob had a mental breakdown about Star Wars. I guess you'll never know, but we'll get back to our episode. Jacob, take it away. Wow, wow. So, so no sponsor at all, huh? So you just lied to everybody. Jacob, how dare you? You heard what that beautiful voice of a sponsor said. Do you, do you agree or disagree with them? Do you want to buy that product? All I heard was is silence and that you sit on the throne of lies. <laughs> okay, well, welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed our sponsor or not sponsor, whatever happens in that little segment that I might or might not record for that pause of time. But now, Jacob, on to my second question that has nothing to do with the first question. Okay, Jacob. You know, I'm a Star Wars fan, and I I watch just about everything Star Wars. I don't play all the video games, but I watch about everything Star Wars. And so, of course, I have my Disney Plus subscription, and my son and my daughter love Star Wars Legos. And there's a new Star Wars Legos movie that came out, and it's, uh, it's called Vacation on... Oh, goodness gracious. It's not Sakaar. Is it Sakaar? Is that the Rogue One planet? I I think so. I, okay. I believe so. If not, I'm sorry, everybody. It slipped my mind. I watched it, I think, last week. But I wanted to ask you a question about this cartoon that you probably haven't seen. No. So Jake, yeah, you aren't, you aren't a big Star Wars Lego fan, I don't think. I have it on my Xbox. I play the video game all the time. Oh, you have the new Star Wars, like, like that Lego game? I, that's like the one thing I'm like, okay, that does look pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I play it with my son quite a bit. He loves video games, and we play it. But on to this question, Jacob. So in this trip, in this vacation, you have, you know, Poe and Ray and Finn and Chewie and C-3PO and R2-D2, all these guys. But you also have Darth Vader and Palpatine. And they aren't they aren't on the same vacation. This is all a story that the ghost Obi-Wan is telling to Finn, okay? And so what happens is Darth Vader and Palpatine go to a beach and they announce this competition. They're about to leave and they announce this competition for to become the 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 rulers of the beach, all right? To become the ultimate ruler of the beach. So Palpatine, you know, being Palpatine goes, oh, I'm staying. And so they play a couple games and, you know, like uh, limbo and volleyball and a couple other games. And so they win, Palpatine and Vader, of course, because they're using the force on a lot of it. So Jacob, the ending, does Palpatine and Vader get the only trophy, become lords of the beach and set up their empire? Or, uh, option number two, do they get their trophy and everyone else gets a trophy because they're all winners on the beach and they storm off and leave? Or number three, do they win, get the trophy, and then just leave? Jacob, A, B, or C, one, two, or three. You watch this with your son, so I'm going to say answer B. Which one is that, Jacob? Where everyone gets a trophy and they're all winners. You son of a gun, Jacob. 
It's a child TV show. You watch this with your son. And that's like the only reasonable answer there. Oh, man. I was hoping you were going to go with, with A, where they, they win and they set up their galactic empire on the beach. It, it, it went along with the kids' theme, theme I felt like. I mean, I mean that that that's the ending that I, I that, that that's my truth. That, that that would be my truth in Star Wars, where you know they rule they rule the beach, and not just the men, but the women and children too. But I mean that that's my truth. But this is you watch this with your son, so that was a pretty, I guess, easy guess for me. Okay, Jacob. Well, another question on that same movie, all right? This will be the last question, then we'll get into your topic that we teased in our last episode. Jacob, did Vader make a comment about hating sand because there was sand on the beach? Okay, okay, you took it in a different direction, and yes, he had to have, have, right? I I mean, you can't have Anakin slash Vader without some, on, on a beach, no less, Without some sand hatred. Okay, so was then then we'll go with this. So was Vader excited to be on vacation on the beach with Palpatine, or was he wanting to go? I feel, I, you know, I feel like he would want to go. Okay, well, you're wrong on both accounts. Oh, what? I I I watched the movie once, so I might have missed it. But from the one time I watched it, he did not make a comment about the sand. And he's actually the one that wanted to be there and not Palpatine. Palpatine was going to leave and take Vader with him up until they announced that there was going to be a competition to rule the beach. What? Why? Why? It's clear in Attack of the Clones. Anakin says it's rough and it gets everywhere. You think he wants sand in that suit of his? It's got to be musty in there. Oh, it, it probably is very musty. Maybe he takes a a little bath afterwards, just with all of his nubs in his little, uh, in his little bath, back to tank bath. His his fake skin that he wears. What? What did you just say? You haven't heard, you haven't heard that? No. Yeah, yeah. I, I I have read and listened to many things about how Darth Vader, or like his surgery and all of what they had to do with him. They had to give him fake, like synthetic skin onto him that itched him like crazy for the entire duration he was in the suit, and that they, they that droids had to scrub him of like like at least like once a month maybe they just had to scrub him down. Like well, that's a real thing. You you would think that the synthetic skin that they put on him would have looked a little bit better. Cause there's been a couple times that we've seen him without his mask on mainly, you know, the original trilogies where you see the back of his head or when Luke takes off his helmet, it doesn't look like it either didn't hold up or it just wasn't very good. I mean, you've seen Palpatine, right? Obviously he doesn't care about looks that much. He's more of a what's on the inside kind of guy. Obviously. Well, I mean, I guess that's that's what everyone should be about. What's on the inside? Palpatine is an inspiration for us all, Jacob. 
Nice, nice dramatic pause. I can't hear anything you're saying. Speak. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just got me. You just caught me in the giggles there. <laughs> uh, well, nothing, nothing better for podcasting than just moments of silence. Not even being able to hear you laugh. But oh my god. Okay, Jacob. We're 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 a little bit into the podcast, and so I think it's time to let the people know your segment and what it's all about. So my segment is how many would it take? And I got to thinking, and yes, I lied, I lied to you when we were talking. It the the topic didn't change at all. Oh. So oh it's and in today's is case is this ridiculous is I guess species versus something obviously you wouldn't think that they could be able to beat. But my question is how many would it take? for this species to beat this godly either creature character or machine okay i'm I'm interested to see what creature or machine you picked and also what what it's going to be is it going to be something little like porgs which i posted about on twitter today you can go follow us at the twin sons podcast (laughs) shameless plug or could it be something bigger, like a Rancor versus like a Star Destroyer or something? I'm, it, this sounds like very interesting stuff. I'm not just saying that for the podcast, but I'm, I'm interested to see what you picked. Because obviously, I don't do very much research and stuff going into these. And I, I just let you surprise me or I surprise you. So give me what you get. See, my thought process started on the moon of Endor. And do you remember that scene during the final battle on Endor of those cute little teddy bear Ewoks? Who who couldn't remember that scene? It's ingrained in everyone's mind. That's why they made another little special about the Ewoks. Dude, you can't go wrong with those little things. They're cute, but also deadly. But there's a scene in Return of the Jedi that we all remember of when they hold up the rope to try to trip the walker, and then they just start getting dragged along the ground. Um, because, as you know, they're, they're little teddy bears. My question is, how many would it take for those creatures of Endor to take down the space camel of the at-at that we see on Hoth. Would they have many little ropes? Or they're very efficient at climbing. How many would it take, Tyler? How many little, of those little guys? Oh, my. Well, quick question. Is the rope strong enough to to actually trip it, or is it going to break? Uh, oh, oh yeah. I mean, no. I'm giving them what they had on, on Endor. Okay. They got dragged by those the the little walkers. This is what they got. What you see in indoor is what they got. Now, keep in mind they're very efficient climbers, but it's an addict. Okay, okay. I think my my first thought is if I had a really long rope made out of vines or whatever it was, how many how many Ewoks would it take to to pull that rope and trip the at-at. But then I thought to myself, 
I don't think that's going to work. The branch will probably bust. So I'm glad I asked that question for clarification. So I think I'm going to go about it a little bit differently than maybe you were thinking. Or maybe you were thinking this because you kind of gave me a hint that they're proficient climbers. So my plan is to have all these little Ewoks climb up the side of this AT-AT. And I want them to get the rope right there on the little neck joint so that they can pull the neck down and maybe topple the whole thing kind of like a like a roly-poly, like just roll over, like an armadillo. There we go. It looks like a big armadillo. And so I think I think that they can each have, you know, two or three ropes each or whatever and all hang on them. And so I just have to figure out if there's even enough Ewoks on the planet of Endor to do this and how many I think. Because I'm... You can go with whatever number you want, however many you think it's going to take, which keep in mind this, I mean, they don't, they don't, they're not using the snow speeders. There's no snow speeders involved. They don't have any cables. You're right. They only have those vines Yes. that, that are the stick clubs or the little spears. And can they even figure out how to get in there? Even if that was an option. Oh, well, that's that's true, but they also, like you said, they have the spears. I don't think they could stab it enough on the neck area to make the neck come off because that's where the pilots are. So that would stop the at at. But I I don't know if sticks can go through metal. I I doubt it. And you know, I'm picturing myself as that meme of Zach Alifanakis with all the numbers floating by his head in the Hangover. So <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out. And use my mathematics and my science to bring down this ad ad with Ewoks. So I'm I'm thinking each Ewok, you know they aren't they aren't too big. So I'm gonna put them around the weight of my son. They're gonna be around forty pounds each. I think I think that's a good weight. I I, I was gonna say thirty, but let's go forty. Yeah, forty is a uh, little bit more fair. Yeah, about about fourish, three and a half, fourish feet tall, about forty pounds each. You know, they have strong dexterity. They can hold on to things. Uh, we saw them hold on to that rope as the ATST pulled them. So I think if they wrap it around the AT-AT, kind of like a noose is what I'm thinking. Maybe they can crawl around, hang it up like a noose, and pull this thing either down or off. And so I'm guessing it's probably some sort of, you know, reinforced something on the outside because the you know the shots from Luke's uh Luke's spaceship thingy majigger couldn't take speeder. it down. What's that? The snow speeder. Snow snow speeder. Right, 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 right. Couldn't take it down. But I'm thinking the neck area is gonna be a weak point. At least in, you know, the old Star Wars battlefront, uh it was a weak point. So I'm going to say that's the weak point, so I just need enough to pull it down. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to come up with a random number here cuz that's all I can do. And I'm going to say it takes oh my it it's going to take oh I was about to say 2000, but that's only that's only like 4000 pounds of Ewoks. I don't think that's enough. Oh yeah. no. 
Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Use your mind on this because I feel like the actual number. Do you remember that that mm. scene in as well in Return of the Jedi, the where on Coruscant, they're all celebrating, but you see like mi- millions of people celebrating the Empire's downfall. I think you're gonna need more Ewoks than that. Yes, my first move is to have the Ewoks have more babies. We're going to get rid of their China policy of only having one kid, and we're going to tell them to reproduce as much as possible. So we're going to prepare for this fight before we come out to it. So I have my couple million Ewoks out here, and I just got to figure out how many of them are basically going to have to sacrifice themselves from falling from such a high distance to try and pull this at-at down. So I'm going to say... I don't know if it's possible, but I'm going to have 8,000 Ewoks hanging on the vines to try and pull the Adat's head down. But then, so that's about, what, uh, 32, it, it, it's a couple, what, like how, how many pounds would that be? 8,000 8, 8, times 4, 32,000 pounds. So that's 32,000 pounds of force. But I don't think that's going to get it done. So I have my 8,000 hanging off there. Then I'm going to have these really long ropes that go all the way down to the ground. I'm going to have the Ewoks pull them underneath the legs. And I'm going to have 4,000 Ewoks pulling underneath the legs. So everything's going down, trying to bring this head off. And I think that my 12,000 Ewoks are enough to destroy an AT-AT and save the planet of Endor. Is there any game where we can make this a possibility to where we can actually test this out? Or, do, or, or are we going to have to give the answer next week after we do the math on all of this? Well, I mean, the math, the math, it, uh, yeah, I would have to look in my Star Wars book to see what the neck area of that of an AT-AT is made out of to even figure out the force I would need to pull it off. But I feel like 32,000 pounds hanging... And then I have another 4,000 Ewoks pulling with probably a force equivalent to their weight. So about 40 pounds of force. And so that's another 8,000 pounds. So that's 40,000 pounds of force on, you know, however long that neck is to pull it down. I feel like, I feel like that's enough because what about three Ewoks would equal a human adult maybe. So I feel like if I mean, you had an average yeah. human adult, yeah. Uh, yeah, an average human adult about a hundred and sixty pounds. Um, although height, you'll have to you can't do the height, but about weight wise, yeah, one hundred and sixty pounds every three Ewoks. Jacob, this this episode is becoming way way too thought provoking and mathematical for for even me, and I like math. See. I almost did another another one, but it it would have been a lot more dark. Yeah, may, maybe we'll save that for an upcoming episode because I think we're getting pretty close to our time. And so my final answer is the eight thousand Ewoks hanging off the neck and the four thousand pulling. That's twelve thousand Ewoks. That's about three thousand people at an average weight of. 90 pounds so it's going to be more like a thousand people when we get up to the average weight pulling on that i think i think we could do it 
I think it would be the equivalent of like pulling an air airplane wing off with brute force. Why did you uh, say all, all I'm hoping for is that the vines that they're hanging from and pulling from are enough. It's not really about the pulling about the PSI, uh, not the PSI, but the pounds per square inch that I'm putting on that isn't too much for the vines. And you're going to have to have extra vines. And honestly, you're going to have to have extra probably Ewoks. So let's just say around 8,200, just because you got to get, you, you got to keep in mind how many Ewoks fall and then get stomped on. <laughs> well, remember they did, I did make them populate. So we have about a million Ewoks waiting in the wings to come over there and help. So if okay. all else if all else fails, I'm just gonna have a million Ewoks just climb this thing and hope that the weight of all the Ewoks is enough to bring it crashing to its knees. I, I'm glad that you gave spare parts to this. I'm glad that you gave, gave some spare parts. So oh, I mean, oh God, it was such a random thought, <laughs> but it interested me. Because of that scene and Return of the Jedi, and I thought, huh, eh, let's go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. That sounds interesting. That's right. You only get these thought-provoking questions on the Twin Suns podcast. <laughs> Nowhere else in Star Wars atmosphere of YouTube or podcasting will you get such a random question. And, you know, with that, Jacob, I think our time is up. Do you have... Any any thoughts on the episode or anything you want to say to the to the listeners before we sign off? No. Oh, okay. Well, Jacob, thank you. Thank you for being such a great podcast co-host. This is why you're the co-host, sir. I I, I apologize. I'm in a mood to everybody, but I know I just want to say thank you everyone for listening and may the force be with you all. Yep. See you later. <laughs>